I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. guys welcome back to don't blame me today our guest is geo antoinette from barton geo on youtube and yep. you're also a, a big boss lady am i you are oh, thank you i like that you Thanks. got so much t- tell everyone else where else they might know you from um, all the stuff you do uh so um, i'm part of jk um and jk so it's jk news or jk films jk party um and then i own a gym yeah and a gym apparel line barbell brigade so check that out that's a lot of fun um yeah and just Barton Geo, like our, our family channel. Teach me how to be successful. 
Oh, when I find out, girl, I'm telling you all no, of it. You do so much yeah. shit. Like yeah. so much. And we've had Nikki Limo on the podcast yeah. before. And so I've heard, she's like, oh, I have a friend who has a gym and all of this. And I was hearing all this stuff. And then I found oh, out that's so sweet. The, all of the accolades about this, like they were, you, you, you just you. Oh, wow. You were the person. I was like, holy shit. Oh, that's so nice I was of like, her. That's, yeah, she's, I mean, she's a good hype man. I love her. Yeah, well, she didn't she drop her name though. No, she didn't drop your name. Oh yeah. So she's not a good publicist, <laughs> but she's like a good hype woman. <laughs> You know? <laughs> no, I love Nikki. She does a bunch of stuff herself, too. Yeah. She She's does. Everywhere. She does. Yes. And I'm over here being like, well, I've got a podcast and it's taken me about six years to write my book. <laughs> uh, well, guys, if you are new here, this is an advice podcast. And the phone number, if you want to call in, is 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. I'm happy you know the, the phone number now. Oh, yeah. Oh, it You didn't know it before. Mm-mm. No, it <laughs> took a lot. It took so way too long. Dude, yeah. you're flexing on us all day today. Yeah. Good for you. I also practiced the phone number yesterday in my apartment alone. I yeah. Like, were you in front of a mirror? No. I was just sitting at my desk and suddenly I was like. I you were should, sitting I at your desk? You. No, I was sitting at my dining room table. That's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. She calls you on oh, your bullshit. Oh, my God. No, I love it. Yeah, no, it's. Do you even own a desk? Valid. Yes, she uh, does. Okay, okay, cool. In hey, that room so that clean. we were talking about that all her shit was The hoarding. Mm-hmm. It's so clean, though. Should we get out to the call? Yeah. I'm 23, and um, I just have a little, uh, little issue. Um, I went to Catholic private school my whole life. Um, if it was up to my choice back when I was a middle schooler, I would have loved to go to the fun-looking public school that my neighbors went to. Um now I am not religious. I have not been religious since I was probably 16. And I still have this weird thing about sex where I still have that weird stigma. Even though I don't agree with any of it and I am very much a feminist, I am just not religious at all. You know, if you are, that's fine. Do you? Um, but I guess it just still bothers me a little bit and I'm still a little uncomfortable about sex. And I guess my, my question is how do you get over that um, stigma that you were brought up with and that's still kind of in the back of your head about sex and about, like, I, I you know, I, I got the whole tape tape on the arm thing. I had, I heard the whole, you know, chewed gum argument, all of it. And I was just wondering if you guys have any tips on how I can be more comfortable with sex and having sex and stuff. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for five years, and we all we have sex all the time, but it's still um, in the back of my head sometimes, and it's kind of weird. So if you have any tips on that, that'd be awesome. Thank you. That's wow. definitely not weird. No. I grew up very Catholic. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Wait, let me take that back. I don't know why I just lied. <laughs> So I grew up in a Catholic household, not very Catholic, but yeah. uh, so I'm Mexican. And then we like to have the picture of Jesus and stuff like all over our walls. And my mom had like a saint in every single room. Mm-hmm. So um, just knowing that and then knowing that God's like all over and like big brother is right. Watching. Absolutely. Like masturbating was the worst up until like I was like 30 something. Like yeah. I would even have to do it under the covers like that. I'm just like, they're fucking watching me right now. <laughs> like I can't, I can't do this. Um, so I can totally relate to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and so I don't think it's weird at all. For me, what helped me at least was just like going, fuck this. Like, how was I created? Like, they were busting nuts for sure. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like, they're so busting true. nuts. So I need to bust nuts too. And yeah. I would just like take the cover off. But it felt so weird. 
Yeah. And it just took time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that makes total sense. I grew up totally opposite. I grew up like in a, such a sex positive environment that I was like, please stop talking. It was disgusting. I was like, I need you not to talk about anal sex all the time. Your parents would talk to you about anal yeah, sex? I was not into it. It was not a good time. Well, um, we can, we can it was just too much. It was like it, it was like it was uh, over the top talk about but like your mom would get like on the table and be like this is what happens or like I mean, that's I over the top i mean i don't know if she would get on tables and stuff but like my like it was very much like unsolicited sex advice and like intimacy talk with me and all of my friends and okay. or acquaintances and or boys i talked to like at in middle school and i was like this is terrible so there's a happy i think there's a happy medium yeah of, like empowering your kids with knowledge but also not like grossing them out like, okay before i've had a period and we're like talking about like I don't know, like gross stuff. I mean, not gross stuff, but like as a kid, I was as like, a kid, Ew. it's nasty. Hell yeah. yeah. But I mean, so I've, I don't know why I suddenly stumble upon these YouTube channels and I will sometimes watch them of uh, like, I don't know if you call it like ex-religious people or uh, people who've like kind of come out of it. And usually it tends to be more really intense if it's like Mormonism or something like any, any, anything like that. And they have these YouTube channels where they talk about that kind of stuff. And there is a channel called Mr. Atheist. And I literally watched like a 45 minute video that he did. And that's how I know the chewed gum metaphor, because he did a whole video about purity culture. And it's about, um, if you chew a piece of gum, it's really great first. And then you keep chewing it and you keep chewing it and all like no one else wants this. Like and other people are chewing this piece of gum. And then your husband gets this piece of gum that is essentially you and has already chewed up. And like no one wants that now. That's gross. That's used. Oh, so I don't oh. know what the tape one is. That's the gum up. one. What's the, the tape, tape one? Is demonstrating how oh the tape's no longer active. sticky anymore. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, oh. you keep yeah. putting tape on people till it's not sticky. Yeah. So he talks about this like in his uh, on on his channel, and he it used to be real like grew up really religious and had a hard time. And a huge thing that he focuses on is the uh, the danger and like the issues with purity culture, yeah. which I think is uh, like a huge part of the guilt because you it is your boyfriend you're not married to him so like in the world of religion that that is not okay uh so i would really suggest i think like what you said of really just going for it yeah. and then practicing that because i think like anything when you're so used to something for so long and let's say you spent like i don't know you said 16 16 years of your life practicing this one thing that was yeah. right and you're in your 20s now that's not it hasn't been 16 years of doing the opposite right. so you just have to make the time that you've been sex positive and enjoyed that just as long I think it'll, it might take you just as long of each kind of realm of your life to kind of get there and feel comfortable because yeah. you're unlearning 16 years of behavior yeah um and then I would also really encourage to watch and like consume content of people who are in that same position so i think his channel is really really great uh there's another one she's still religious but she's very uh she's a feminist and she's like liberal yeah all that stuff and her name is uh god is gray why do i watch all this stuff i'm literally i awesome. know nothing about i also know nothing about religion so yeah I'm like, okay and so she's also great so i think it might be great to watch and consume content from someone who's in your position and then also someone who is uh, religious because if your parents are still religious there might be some like For sure. feeling that and then from someone who is religious but also a feminist and very pro-sex pro-choice uh, all of that sort of stuff so I think yeah. that might be like some good empowering stuff to yeah. feel like reassured absolutely and I think just the circles that you involve yourself in too for sure like having friends that will support that um, definitely helps because mm -hmm. if you have friends that are supporting the old school of thought then you're for sure gonna feel guilty and you yeah. can't open and you're gonna be lying um, and then uh yeah, so so getting motivation and inspiration from your friends and just the the, the immediate circle that you keep. 
Um, and then just being completely open with your partner, mm-hmm. I think, helps a lot. Um, communication is key. And I feel like if if you can, you know, voice it when it's happening, too. Like, if it's during sex and saying, like, wow, I feel kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, it might kill the mood in the beginning. But yeah. after a while, it's like he's going to help you get through it and you're not alone. Yeah, and you I can, like, learn those cues and triggers and if certain things yeah. make you feel more uncomfortable. Or if you're feeling, like, I'm feeling really confident and I, like, want to go for it, like, right now and that kind of stuff. I think the more he knows and is involved in that, I yeah. think the better he can help you. Yeah, absolutely. And I would tell my mom, too, because she grew up with that school of thought, too. And for her, even me moving out was like, oh, you only want to move out because you want to have sex, huh? And I'm like, what the hell? Like, no, because I want to be independent and I yeah. want to do my own shit. Not to put any, like, shade on my mom. Like, she's the best. Uh, but I would give her the analogy of, like, yeah, I, I like, I want to have sex because, like, you know, you want to, like, when you buy a car, like, that's mm-hmm. a big purchase. Like, you're not just going to drive off the lot and be like, well, I hope this works. Yep. You're just like, well, let me test it out. Let me drive yeah. it a little bit and see if it's my fit. And if it's not, then I get to another car. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Rent a car. I'm all about it. Um, Well, best of luck. I have so much faith in you. And also, if you're not a part of our Facebook group, you totally should because I feel like there's a lot of people who would also relate to this. Yeah, it sounds really nice in there. Yeah, it's a good time. It is a good time. Make sure you answer all the questions. And correctly. Yeah. Yeah, don't be dumb. And then if you're dumb, you're out. You're getting declined. Damn it. No, you won't won't be. Okay, cool. Thanks. Uh, Should we go on to the next? Okay. So... I'm in college right now, and that's something. I've been dating my boyfriend for about a year and a half now, um, and I'm not going to be living on campus next year. Like, I'm going to get an apartment off campus. Um, And my boyfriend is also looking for a new apartment. And so, like, I just suggested casually that, like, what if we moved in together? And, like, like, split a three-bedroom apartment four ways, like, you know. Um, And I brought it up casually, and he was, like, vehemently against it, like, really not okay with it. Like, not not okay, but he was like, I don't want to talk about that right now. I don't want to put ourselves in a situation where if something goes to shit, you know, we're, like, stuck in the lease together. I really don't want to talk about it right now. There's no point in talking about it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I get that, like, obviously there's a risk anytime you move in together, but I can't tell if I'm just being, like, the crazy girlfriend that's upset that he's not, like, immediately on board to move in with me, or if, like, this is some kind of, like, red flag, like, he expects something to go wrong or something like that. I could totally be, like, just being a girl and being insane and upset that he doesn't want to live with me. Ooh, yeah. Um, here's the thing: you're not. Uh, you being crazy has nothing to do with you being a girl. Um, Thank you. And, yeah. I caught that too. I'm yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-uh. whoa. And it's not like, oh, I'm a crazy girlfriend. I just think you have your. You happen to be a woman, and you happen to be being a little crazy. Like you're being a little. Like it's. It's a lot. And I think, and we were saying this while the call was happening. I just am point blank going to say it. If I offend you, I offend you. I fucking hate couples who live together in college. Why? I just think it, it cuts you off from everyone. Like the, I was in a, I, can't, I was in a sorority for two, a year. Because you're assuming two. that they're spending time together the whole time. Yeah. And okay. anytime I met a girl who was like, went, I went to school with her or whatever for, again, the two years I was there. And by two years, I mean year and a couple of months. Okay. Um, and they, from freshman year to sophomore year, when sophomore year, some people moved in with their, never once saw them. 
never, ever, ever once saw yeah, them. they're boning the whole time. The whole time. And then yeah. also a huge amount of the time, they do end up breaking up. Yeah. And they are the only ones each other has. Like, that's literally it. It becomes already dating in college. Like, so fun. That's great. But it's the same thing. It's like when you go in with a high school boyfriend who, or a long-distance relationship, it changes how you interact with people Absolutely. at school. And if you're going to live with your significant other you become so unrelatable to your peers. No one really wants to hang out What if you don't apartments? relate to anyone? What if you're like... Then go to community college. Like, go... Like, don't even live near... Like, don't even be involved then. That's the part that I don't... Like, I just don't think is... I don't know. And I think he's being incredibly smart. Yeah, he is. And, like, I don't think it's like, oh, wow, he thinks something's going to go wrong. Right. It's like, well, to be honest, if we want to get statistic, like, statistically, yeah, there's a, it's more likely that this relationship is going to end yeah. in a breakup than it is going to be in marriage. And also, there's, like, for him, it's, it's the first time he's also being independent. And if he's already had an apartment and lived with friends... Sure, he wants to keep li- having an apartment right. and like, living with his friends and having a girlfriend and having it be fun. But moving in together is playing house. Yeah. Like you're playing and you, it's totally valid and fine if you don't want to play house, regardless of the age that you're at. But also like a year into a relationship. Like if you're like 20, 20 21, 22, and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to do that right now. I still want to have these like four years of fun and the only time I'm going to be like living with like 16 guys and doing keg stands and all of that like it's an experience but I don't think it has any indication of how of what he feels about you yeah absolutely I agree 100% um I think this comes for sure from a place of insecurity because like I can relate to her at her age yeah um because I was just uh, under such house arrest that for me any type of freedom I was like yeah I'm gonna go crazy however um, I still wanted because I, I don't know, I just felt like I needed to be by a guy. Yeah. Like I needed that comfort to be with a guy. And then once I fell for a guy, then I was so head over heels that I'm like, I want to do everything with this dude. What's the ultimate validation? Right. Like being right. validated by a guy that you like is yeah. so much. It's just it's everything. Yeah. So I didn't care if I had girlfriends. I didn't yeah. care about any of that. And then I was like, well, if we break up, then you know, then we'll do our whatever thing. Like, well, it's going to be complicated and messy, but I'll do that. But trying to put myself in her shoes, I get where she's coming from. And for sure, it's 100% insecurity. Um, But to kind of flip it, flip the perspective for you, uh, I I didn't catch your name, but... We don't do names. Oh, okay. Then never mind. (laughs) Um, Yeah, to flip it on you, it's like, well, what if you want to go out with your girlfriends? Like, you would have to kind of ask for permission. Like, it's it's not like, can I go out? But it's going to be one of those, hey, me and the girls are going to do whatever. And it's like... I don't know. It's kind of like having a second daddy that you kind of have to check in with. That's kind of weird. Yeah. And I think moving in with a significant other is a huge life step. And in every aspect of college is a huge life step, too. And it's combining these two things that really like that's so much pressure on both of you. It's so much pressure on your relationship. You already have your schoolwork to focus on. You have a relationship to focus on. You have uh, like your your housing to focus on. And then you're going to combine all of those things together. And you're just putting it's just putting so much pressure on all of that. And I think that can be really hard especially at this crucial time of growing up and you need to grow up independently to like end up in a really healthy relationship and I think it's not like he wants to break up it's not like he's trying to break up with you it doesn't sound that way no it sounds like he really likes you but it's let's take your time at each stop and also I think as exciting as it is to have a boyfriend and regardless of how much time you spend with them and all of that it can be kind of fun to like go home to your own place and like text him and then yeah. you can still spend the night with each other all the time. Right. There's no reason not to. 
And as somebody who I moved in, we always talk about this, the same thing. We don't even think you should live with like friends because mm-hmm. it can really fuck up your it relationship. Can, yeah. sure. And so like, and I think about in college, I moved in with girls who I really thought were like my best friends in college. And it was so terrible. That was the reason why I dropped out. And so if I think about it in the sense of relationships, it's already hard enough to get along with roommates and live with your friends to then put that pressure on a boyfriend. It just sets, there's just so many expectations and there's these chores yeah. and all of this stuff. And you guys are just learning how to be independent. I think it's, it's not a great way to become – I think that will just teach you how to be codependent. I don't think it will yeah. teach you how to be independent without him. Yeah. And he's aware of that. And so I think if the tables were – if it was – if you guys were both gung-ho and all for it and you didn't want to have other friends and it was fine, then for sure go do your own thing. But I don't think this is you being crazy. I think this is you being really excited and kind of not – being as like logical and rational as he is yeah which is it's not like a knock on you or anything like that but I think I'm so glad that you have him to be like hey I don't think we should do that and if he hurt your feelings with how he responded like if in your mind there was a nice way for him to say no I think figure that out or if it it just hurt your feelings because he doesn't want to yeah so I think if he did hurt your feelings by he said it you could say like hey you know what I really respect that like you don't want to do this and that's totally fine and I get it but kind of how you said it just made me feel like you don't see a future with us at all and I don't want to waste my time but if it was just that he was like no I, I, I don't really think that's a good idea then yeah figure that out on your own that's really good advice <sighs> that's really nice well I like the way you said that I, I also just want to look out for you and your and I also think about her friends like her poor friends would be like don't move in with your fucking boyfriend yeah hang out with us yeah like who are you gonna get ready with things for you know what I mean like you're not gonna sit on the floor and do your makeup like that is a crucial part of college absolutely and boys are messy oh my god yeah they smell kind of funny and like they're he but that age you're still pretty used to like college not, you're not really actually functioning as an adult so you no. really don't even know how to clean up yet like yeah ugh, and you're gonna have to sleep on like gross sheets yeah, yeah no. having two separate spaces is cool yeah. i think that's great advice i mean yeah. you guys can sleep over and hang out mm-hmm. the whole time but yeah i didn't i never felt like he was like i'm trying to do my own side shit without yeah you. no i yeah i don't think that's what it is at all but yeah Hold your horses. Slow down. Yeah. It'll, it'll happen when it's it, later you on. You know when you're in that age, you're just like, oh, nothing yeah. else is going to happen. The time is also, now. Also, he sounds like he's older than her. And my mm. freshman year, the guy that I was dating freshman year, he was older than me. And if he was – and if I, – I didn't ever think about moving in together. But, like, let's just say that, like, it became a possibility. I would have been like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, I'm such an adult. Like, not making fun of you in that sense. But that was yeah. that feeling of being like, oh, my God, I had this intense validation. I got picked by this guy who's, like, he's a junior. He's so much older than me. He's, like, cool and popular. And, like, I'm the sh- – like, and then I would just want to skip all of the steps and kind of play house. But it's not necessarily healthy. And also, we broke up. So I'm really fucking glad that he never did anything yeah. like that. Good call. Oh, yeah. It was a bad time. Uh, well, best of luck. Um, and you've got this. Let us know what happens. On to the next one. What's up, little fuckers? I am 26 years old and feel like I'm living a high school nightmare right now. My live-in boyfriend, he broke up with his ex three months before we started dating, and they only dated for five months. And she's just, she's around all the time. His, the females in his friend group are like, best friends with her but also talk mad shit about her to me all the time and I told them I was like hey I don't feel super comfortable with you sharing such like personal details about this girl's life and also I don't want this to be a topic of conversation because I I don't want to fucking talk about someone else as a form of entertainment and they didn't take that super well 
So now every time she's around, they're always like, hey, so so-and-so's going to be there. Really sorry, but there's nothing we can do about her. She's not going anywhere. Or she'll get there before me or after me. But recently, she's been around more, and she comes into parties and bars, like, hot. She comes in hot, peeing is like, a circle around his friends, really loud, really loud, like, really lovey, very much, like, marking her territory, like, these are my best friends. And I'm just kind of, like, I try talking to her. She ignores me. Um, she just makes it super, she makes it so uncomfortable and... My boyfriend picked up on that, and he's like, hey, we don't have to hang out with them. We can do different things, or, like, we just won't be there when she's there. But it all just feels really childish to me. And when I told him, I'd just text her, or not text her, DM her, and be like, let's just grab a drink, and I'm not going anywhere, that's for sure. And it seems like these people really want you around, despite them not being super great friends. Um, So we might as well, like squash things, but he told me not to do that. My friends told me not to do that. And I just, I don't know what to do. I live, like, my family, people, you know, got divorced. Like, an uncle I grew up with my whole life, it's like, oh, I guess not going to see freaking, I don't know, Uncle Bob anymore. So it's just strange to me that they're, like, so, so holding on to this person. And I don't know, I just feel so weird, and I need some help. I don't know what to do. Like, what's, what's going on? I don't know. It's all very strange. And I talked to his friends about it, and they're like, oh, but we love her. We love her. But she's lived here her whole life, and she didn't know you guys before. Y'all started dating, so find, find new friends, you know? I mean, to be honest, I don't really know there's anything she can do. Um, I mean, I think everything she's doing is fine. Like, trying to, like, talk to her, I think that was really mature of her. Like, she yeah. didn't have to do that. Yeah. She could have just kind of focused on her man and then just kind of been cordial and then you know once they're gone then it's just her and her man but her going above and beyond for me that's a huge step I think that's very mature yeah um but yeah I don't know what I would tell her to do I think what her 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 dude did was pretty cool of like well we don't have to hang out that like was very comforting and I would feel like wow thank you for like choosing our relationship Mm -hmm. um yeah, that that one's tough because they sound like they're fake friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They sound very fake. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be friends with them. I was going to say. I, they're that talking one... behind her back Absolutely. and then reporting it back on the other side. So they're probably doing the same Absolutely. thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I would keep that in mind and have that be like, oh, cool. I'm so glad that I got to hear this because now I'm not necessarily going to trust that that much. Mm-hmm. The issue is, is you just can't control anyone else but you. Right. And I, I am not going to call this other girl um, – a Leo or a Scorpio, but I think she might be. <laughs> and like, I could totally see that. And as a Leo, I completely under, like I totally, I, I, I could see that. And the thing is, is if you want to be, if you want to like, you both have to want to squash it. Doesn't sound like she wants to squash it. Right. So if you're going to keep trying and being like, you yeah, know, I want to be, I want to be over this. This is so dumb. That totally makes sense. But unless she also wants to be there, it's not going to stop. It's not going to work. And you're investing all of this time and energy to kind of like, you know, like have something go away or solve something that someone else isn't even like she just wants to be pissed at you. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, I think like if you I I think it's fine if you want to reach out to her and like get drinks and talk about it. But I think it's she's pretty clearly shown you Mm -hmm. that I don't think she's trying to squash anything or trying to go away, like 
deal with anything like that. And she also just might not like you. And that's okay. Yeah. And you just have to like, ex- I don't want to sound bitchy, but like, yeah, you just kind of have to accept it and stop trying to get her to do something or be somebody right. that she's not. Right. And I think that will be really liberating for you. But yeah, you can't really control who they're friends with. And sure, logistically, does it make sense that she was only like in there for five months and all of that stuff? And maybe she became better friends with the people, like the friend group than their relationship was. Like maybe those friendships escalated and got more serious than the relationship did, which totally happens. I have like I know friends who like still friends with like exes has broken up and like that whole circle has still kind of maintained what it is. But I think you just need to figure out what it is that are you going to be okay? like, can you just let yeah. her dislike you? Yeah, I think I think she's going to have to. So when I was saying that it was very mature of her to reach out, I think that was the best thing you could have done. Yeah. And like you mentioned, yeah, she clearly stated her position. She's not going anywhere. And it just shows you um, like her mental state. Like she's mm-hmm. just kind of very mature to be like, well, I'm here. Like I'm coming in hot. Everyone look at me. Uh, that just shows her maturity level. I, if I were you, I would just have a good time with my man, support him. Just know that those are his friends. They're not your friends. Mm -hmm. And you just keep it cordial. You're the good girlfriend and you just support your man with that. Um, Don't open up and try to be like the best of friends because you already see what type of quality of people they are. Um, Just keep it fun. Just know that she's showing off because she's, I mean, from what I'm getting, she's kind of intimidated and Mm -hmm. she's just like, damn it, like. I need to show him that like he lost a good thing when he's just like not even into it. So you've already won the battle, girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. And I think this is the best. This is the outcome that it is. I don't think there's anything that's going to change from us. I don't see her going away and I don't see her and you kind of squashing the beef and like being nice to each other. And I don't see any of that happening. I think everybody's kind of shown their cards of who they are his friends his female friends have shown who they are your boyfriend has shown who he is which is really great and really nice about this and then she's shown who she is and I think right now you're the most mature person you and your boyfriend are the most mature ones in the situation you're trying to get people on your level and they're not going to get there and there's something as someone who I very much have been in the position of like trying to get someone to like me really bad and then finally when you just like fuck this. Why am I trying to right. do this? Because I'm putting all of this effort in and you're, it's like I'm waiting on you and you're like a, at a, we're at a restaurant and I'm your server and I just keep coming to you and you're yeah. sitting there being like, yeah, sure, and you come said to it. me. Help you're not me. on the same level. No. And then when yeah. you finally just stop that, it's like, oh wow, I can be myself now. Now yeah. I can be myself in this group of people. I'm not worried about it. I don't really give a shit. Like I'm not thinking about you because there's nothing I can do to change you and that's fine. And it's yeah. not a threat to your relationship at all. Yeah. And so these people and these friends and I think I, I would li- like with your boyfriend, I would definitely I don't think you need to hang out with these people as a group that much. Also, because regardless of the girlfriend, these friends are shitty, too. So like, yeah, listen with him. Be like, okay, cool, let's do our own thing or let's hang out with our other friends or go do this stuff. And then on the occasion that there is something fun and it's an activity that we want to do or it's someone's birthday and there's an actual reason. But let's not turn to them for all of our social activities because it's not a fun place. Yeah. And yeah. then you're not going to have a good time and he's going to feel bad because you're not having a good time and it's. Yeah, I just I wouldn't spend as much time with them. Yeah. And because they're both mature, like he'll come around. It sounds like it sounds like um, if you just stay positive and you yeah. just know what you bring to the table and just know they're not your type of people. Um, he'll he might even start feeling it and going like, wow, these people mm-hmm. are kind of shitty. I prefer those people over there. Yeah. 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 And you guys live together, you know, do that whole thing. Invite other couples if you're friends with to hang out and all that's that great. stuff. But yeah, God. 
Or also you could just stoop to her level and be an, a massive bitch to her too. Yeah, and just get really fucking hot, pull your titties out. Oh, no, like, that is my... Start making out with him. Anytime someone like comes in hot trying to be a bitch, I go, oh, okay, I see you, me too. I le- I, like, I, I see this and I raise you one more. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. So you can do that too, but I, I don't think that sounds like your character. Oh, 100%. That's and how I'm old. I'm yeah. like, fuck, I'm tired of just hearing that. No, I'm I'm the kind of person where I'm like, let me throw on some thigh-high boots. Let me tower above okay. these tiny bitches and I will crush you. Yes. But at the end of the day, you sound ma- way more mature. Yeah. And I sound like the ex-girlfriend. But you sound like a lot of fun. And then I would, it, like, if I was that girl and you're the ex-girlfriend, I'd be like, wow, you look really hot. And I'd walk away and you're like, See? fucking bitch. And that's, that's yeah. the stuff that you're like, oh my gosh, you look so great. And also, yeah. you're so fucking fake nice to her. She doesn't even need to know that it's fake. Yeah. And you can just be so nice. And then everyone's like, oh my God, she's being so nice I to know. you. And then she's talking so much shit about you. I was like, but she's so nice yeah. to you. Be petty and as fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh my god, I love those boots. Where'd yeah. you get them from? Oh my god, your body looks so hot. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, <gasps> yeah, she's like, like fuck. What it. do I say now? Literally she's on my team. It. Yep, yep, yep. Ugh, it's like Hannah Ann on The Bachelor. If anyone's watching, no, no one's watching. Is that me? school it's fine mm-hmm. um well best of luck with this let us know what happens and if you happen to know her birthday please let me know because that's I'm funny curious. Leo or I feel or like or it's Scorpio. a Leo or a Scorpio like there's a lot of like revenge in there okay guys it's time for a quick break and we'll be back with the rest of the calls when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my 
I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code Blame Me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards 
And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got The Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like, people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town & Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. (gasps) When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and it's time for the rest of our calls. Hey, Megan. Okay, so I am 22, um, and I just have, like, a weird dating question. So I'm a middle school teacher. I love my job. I love working with kids. You know, I've always wanted to teach, and now I finally get to do it. But as a young, single teacher... It's, it's hard to find, like, a dating pool. Um, when I put on a teacher on, like, Bumble or Tinder, like, dating apps, um, it's, like, totally fetishized. I don't know how to say that word right, but it's, like, guys messaging me, like, wanting to fulfill that, like, teacher fantasy they had as kids, and it totally weirds me out. So then I take it off, and then it's, like, they eventually find out anyway, like the weirdos do. And so I don't know. Like, I don't know, and there's this weird thing of, like, my friends being like, we'll just date a single dad. Well, I'm 22. I'm not out here trying to, like, have a, like, a, I don't know. I do want to get married someday and, like, have kids and do the whole house thing. But I don't know a good way to find a dating pool. That's, like, I've always dated boys a little older than me. So my age are older, but also who are just, like, normal and, like, same people. So I do work, like, a Monday through Friday like, I get up at 6 a.m., and I get home around 4, 35, depending how good the day is. So, um, just any advice on just how to find, like, a sane single dating pool. Um, I live in the South, so I guess <laughs> trying to not to date someone crazy Republican is also makes the pool smaller. So, thank you. I love the podcast. Bye. 
to find someone who's not a Republican, who's also probably not racist and, um, you know, a feminist and doesn't have a teacher fantasy. Wow. That is so weird to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a weird, it's a total like fantasy for a lot of people, but just like the fucking balls on these dudes to just be like, yo, like you've gotten those DMs. Gotta, stop it. No, I have. I told what? you I don't have male fans really. Oh, fuck. No, I'll get like marriage get offers for like sheeps. Shit. Like I'll give you 15 sheeps if you marry me. And I'm like, Hey, you get cheap. No, I get like send me pictures of your feet. I'll buy some oh, of your socks. We're, we're so I, into the I want to. I so badly. I want to. I want to. You're into it. What does we want to sell. We want to sell. I want to get that <laughs> coin. You want me to forward them, please? <laughs> Honestly, please. Okay, not I even will. kidding. Yeah, I've gotten guys like take pictures of their like their butt, and then they stick something in their ass. It has my name on their ass, and they're like, "I did this for you." <laughs> I'm so jealous. No, you're not. It's no, I am. creepy. It's no, fucking I am. creepy. No. I mean, I'm not that creeped out, but I'm she just, it's amusing. It. I love that. It's amusing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. With the, like, I haven't been on like Tinder, but like I've been yeah. with my husband for 11 years now. So yeah. I've missed that whole thing. So I don't know what the dating world is like. I mean, is that weird? I mean, it's just like you have more opportunities and more people. So by result, you're going to have more creeps than you will like just in an everyday basis because the pool's bigger so let's say you're going out of like like there's a hundred guys and 50 are creepy you have the same odds like if you if you do like there's five and ten but I think if you're getting like 50 creepy dudes you're like holy shit this is a lot but I think that's the whole thing it's like everybody is on a dating app so it's the people that you're not necessarily going to come across with in everyday life which is great and also negative like yeah yeah, if I'm on a dating in my every everyday life I do not come across any racist republicans at all but if I get on a dating app you do I might because Uh like that's not my circle those aren't the people that I surround myself with those aren't any of that stuff so at the same time oh it's great if I in my everyday life haven't met somebody and so I'm like okay I need to expand so a dating app can help you expand in that but yeah you're gonna have to sift through a lot more people who really aren't necessarily like-minded um and I think, I think you just need, I would, I don't know what your profile looks like. What if her profile picture is like her, uh, her in a little yeah. miniskirt? Holding a ruler. I was going to say, if your profile picture is, if your whole profile is like hella fucking sexy. Yeah, and then like in the your ABCs. bio says, I'm a teacher. Or, but like, like the I sexy might be for people that have that fetish, like in a like cardigan. That's, no, yes. <laughs> you know? That's what I mean. True. Like, I think like. I, I would really steer clear of like any of your images and stuff. Like I just think like your profession teacher. But if anything, if those messages discourage you of getting those, because I think you're going to get them if you say you're a teacher because you already are getting them. And if that makes you feel gross and weird, then take that out of your bio. Don't say what, what you she do. Said she did. Yeah. But they still figure it then out. Then you're dating. Then why are you going yeah. out with weird dudes? Yeah. That's because what I'm thinking. I think that you might. I, I don't. Maybe you're not vetting them enough beforehand and having conversations. And let's also narrow it down to like uh if a guy immediately is messaging you being like like that second pick is so sexy cut, cut him off. the wrong cut. approach yeah so i think he just wants the booty yeah i think there might be some other ways you can read into them before they come out because i think it's again i i don't want to like place myself on a pedestal but like i could never imagine myself going on, on a date with someone who would say something like that because i would vet them so hardcore before right. that you would kind of know their personality yeah. and how yeah. they talk to you and unless it just completely comes out of left field in which case leave the fucking date and try again yeah but it, i think this is that's so 
not the majority that I think you just happen to be picking and going on dates with guys who are like that. And I think you just need to do some more vetting. Maybe that's texting them more before the date. It's any of that stuff. And maybe it's you're only going to message guys or continue messaging them who don't mention anything about like your looks or your picture. And they talk about like the prompts that you have and all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I think that's so yeah. wild. Yeah, no, that's really good advice. Um, there's this, I don't know if you know her, Shannon Boudram. She's like yeah. a sex yeah. She's been on here. Oh God, I love her so much. Yeah. But she did a whole video, like how to like up your profile, make it look yeah. like it's best. Um, you can do that. Me, I'm a little bit more old school. And like I was saying, I kind of missed that whole boat of the dating app. So what I, like if now, like if I, heaven forbid, like were to break up with my husband, then I would probably go and do activities. Yeah. I would go do activities. I would go to the gym. I'd go rock climbing. I'd go hiking and find different groups that, you know, do that. Um, and then I feel like I would naturally just kind of click with people. Mm-hmm. And then through that, that's kind of like a dating app where you're opening up that pool of people that you surround yourself with. And mm-hmm. then you already have someone that's kind of like-minded and you get to see them interact. So that's like an alternative to it. Um, but yeah, everything you said, yeah. I think is really, really good. Maybe you should date a teacher. That's what I was going to say. If you live like close to a college or university yeah. somebody that's like studying because like a male teacher it's kind of hard to find like in the like elementary school middle school mm. it's kind of hard but if you're it's like a prof- somebody studying to be a professor or something yeah then- yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with you being a teacher i think yeah. it's the vetting yeah, yeah. like the, i think it's the dudes I think it's the dudes that you're talking to. And I think the them having a teacher fetish is probably the least of their gross qualities. What are your like? uh, And I don't think it's a gross quality. I just mean like to bring up on like a first date to a teacher. Also like know your audience. What are some of like if we're having like I'm a guy. We're having an exchange. What are the red flags for you? The first one you said was, wow, that that picture. Yeah, something about a picture. I mean, so I would say something about a picture. uh, Any use of like tongue out emojis or any sort of immediate nicknames egg, eggplant like is yeah bad. Okay. yeah or like nicknames gr- baby good. girl girl yes. like babe mm-hmm. any of that stuff is just uh, it's a lot or anything that feels really like uh i don't even want to say necessarily like a line but it feels it, it sounds kind of like a like a movie or it sounds like this really sweet too good to be true I always am like, I wouldn't say that to someone I don't know because I don't want to give them the wrong idea. Like, yeah. I don't want to come across like, come on really strong. And any guys who do that, I'm like, you're doing that to everybody because you're just trying to like get in yeah. the pants. And uh, yeah, any guy who just, and it's also the the lack of interest of anything other than just trying to meet up. Yeah. So if someone like is actually interested in like asking me some questions or being funny. So for, like the number one thing I say is the back and forth kind of banter. So anytime I was like continue on messaging someone is if I would always say so, if it was like Bumble and it's girls talk first, I would say so, I would make a joke relating to either one of their pictures or uh, one of like little like text prompt sort of stuff but it was never like a uh, hot or a sexy or like cute dog like none of that fucking shit it would be something smart and like quippy and funny and then from there if they responded to that with like a <laughs> hubba hubba no but if they responded with the same like like I can be snarky and like funny too then from there I'd be like oh okay cool I would always go like humor first and connect on that before anything else because also at the end of the day we both swiped right because we thought each other was attractive we don't need to kind of harp on that and reiterate that because that to me is like oh yeah you just want to fuck yeah like I get that like now I'm trying to see obviously I want to fuck you I look saw what you look like now let's kind of have that like personality talk get along with 
Um, and yeah, anything just corny, any corny, cheesy you're stuff, out. you're out because you know that that's your line. I, I, I hate to say, I mean, I don't hate to say this because the book, name, name of my book, but you're not that special, like, which sounds super fucking harsh. But if a guy is talking to you in the first five minutes is coming on so fucking strong, there is that sense of validation and being like, oh my gosh, like I'm special. This is what everyone says. Date someone who makes you feel special. He doesn't know you. He doesn't know that you're special yet. So he's saying this to everybody. Yeah. And that's kind of like a ugh, icky sort of thing. Do certain apps do certain things? Like you were saying Bumble, the girl talks Yeah, first. girl talks first on Bumble, hinge a huge part of it is like facebook uh like for like friends of friends and that oh, kind cool. of stuff um and then tinder tends to usually be a bit more of like the straight people hookup app grinder is more of like gay hookup app and then oh most of as, as far as my gay friends know uh talk to me about it then tinder is like a more dating for gay guys so if you're a gay guy on tinder you're more likely to want to date than if you're just like grinders you're just trying to hook up um, and then there's like a bunch of other ones. Like if you're Jewish, like J swipe, J date, uh, there's coffee meets bagel, all of those different oh things. But I think the best met way to go about dating apps is to download as many as you can and continue mm. on with that. And I think there's also something great that happens with that, which is actually how a couple of my friends have gotten with their boyfriends is they've matched on multiple apps oh, and then it's like, cute. Oh, okay, cool. And then it's like, haha, like we totally matched on this other one and I'm how messaging cute. you here and that kind of stuff. And then I think that's also a way you can see if someone, I don't know. I, I think it tend to cross reference each like people's profiles and see if they're putting different stuff on different ones. If it's just yeah. a little sus and a little, weird yeah um but I, I i think dating apps are a really great fantastic thing i think it's just about learning how to use them and the same way that i don't want to compare it to acting because not as necessarily if the more times you put yourself out there the more times you're going to get rejected yeah. and so if you have all of these people you're gonna have to work a little bit harder and you're gonna have to deal with a lot more rejection just because there's more people and there's more opportunity right. and that doesn't mean that it's like oh wow this is so bad like i think you're more likely to get rejected so many more times on a dating app than you are in real life. Yeah. But also you have so many more opportunities for something on a dating app than you might have in real life. Yeah. And the amount that you're learning and yeah. you're adjusting, you're like, okay, I know I really don't want that. Yeah. Like now, you know, if a guy comes at you with a teacher fetish, you know, for yeah. a fact that you don't like that. shit. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Like use all that data. Yeah. Yeah. And then also I, if you're not conservative, like the, how I would rule out on dating apps is the first thing I look at is uh, not even what they look like. The first thing I look at is their political affiliation. And if they're conservative, oh, wow. left, conservative, left. If they're um, what's the moderate left, <laughs> if they're anything other, if they're like not polit like apolitical left. Oh, and wow. so uh, I was only swiping right on people who are liberal. And then for me, that also does the OK, cool. So I'm only swiping right on liberal. I don't have to worry about I most likely don't have to worry about you being racist. I don't ne like it's not a high risk of you being a complete misogynistic sexist ass like there is there is those things it might still ha totally happen right but I'm kind of making the, that pool a little bit smaller and then from there like whittling it down to the rest of that stuff but I think you just need to uh yeah I just swipe as much as possible yeah the more opportunity the more chances and then if you ever need help like show the profile to your friends with the messages to your friends and they can be like yeah no yeah, the real friends, the yeah. ones that tell you the fucking truth. Yeah, not the ones that are like, well, my cousin's sister's friend yeah. actually dated this guy and like he had a fetish, like a teacher fetish, but like they totally went away and they're fine and happy now. Yeah, and you're like, no, that didn't get rid happen. of that one. Uh, not the exception to the rule. He's just not that into you. Really taught none of us anything. Like, come on. Yeah. Fantastic movie. What, um, I, I'm sorry for trying to move on, but um, what about like Instagram damning? Is that bad? Is um, that too thirsty? 
I mean, it more likely than not, like, you know, the DMs you're getting are like, subs. well, mine are weird. Yeah. But I don't know anyone who gets, uh, I mean, I think if it's a friend of a friend and something like that, I could told, I could see that sort of happening. Okay. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I think dating app is still easier. Yeah. Just okay. because you know, you you both know what you are looking for. Okay. And I also think that's 10, a lot of the time, I think when two people see each other on a dating app, it's also confirmation that like, Hey, hopefully I'm single and like, I'm looking for a relationship. And I think the, like the balls it takes to DM someone like point blank, oh, you huge. don't really know what they're do or, and it's like, I'm so fucking confident. I'm just going to slide into your fucking DMS and you're going to want to date me. And do you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it, it, it does kind of feel like a little, it, it's just a little bit different. You're not okay. really in the same playing field, but I think it could work, but I just, okay. I mean, isn't that how, um, um, Sarah Highland and we- that guy from the bachelor Wells, I think that's how they started dating. Oh, so yeah. it can happen. You I think options. it can. Yeah. Options. Okay. Well, let us know how it goes. If you revamp your profile, all of that sort of stuff. And I hope you find, I, I've, I have a lot of faith that you're going to find a guy who's Absolutely. not, um, conservative who's not a racist and who's not a piece of shit and who also isn't just trying to get you to spank him with a, a ruler it does with, it does sound fun though it does yeah. bent yeah. over a desk <laughs> no and that's like why i totally get that fantasy yeah. but i also just think but that like, like if you're going out with a teacher the fucking audacity to be like yo i got that fantasy and being like of course that's the thing is like i would never like want to do it with an actual that's teacher. what i mean it would that's be the part in that's, a role-playing type thing. yeah that's the part that's like so fucking weird she should do it go out and, oh, then, and then rate just, them oh and be like, like you get a fucking f fuck yeah, out of here. yeah. <laughs> just completely <laughs> failed yeah wow That'd that's just gross the audacity of some of these men um, now it's time for an update. Yeah, and this one is from our most controversial episode. Oh, shit. You know which one I'm talking about? I don't... Is it about porn? Mm-hmm. Oh! oh. <laughs> okay. Hey there, Megan. Um, I was featured on an episode with Taylor back in, like, June of 2018, and I was just listening to the podcast again and thought, you know, I should update everybody. Um, I was talking about, like, the traumatic experience of figuring out, I guess, like how my boyfriend experiences his sexuality with porn. Um, and yeah, I just thought I'd give you an update. I'm now almost 23, much older, much wiser. Um, we're actually just got engaged. Um, and we love porn and we love sex and we also love Jesus and that's totally okay. Um, yeah, I just thought I would update you. I think I definitely needed that hard, honest truth for a hot second there. I think that, you know, I just didn't really have any role models or anybody to be able to go to to ask about this. Because I think that, unfortunately, in a lot of the circles I used to hang out in, it was a pretty taboo topic. But honestly, like, ever since that summer, I definitely made part of my goal and my vibe to reach out and make sure that I'm having conversations with my friends that talk about sexuality and intimacy with our partners so that it's not something that we're scared to talk about. Um, anyways, yes, thanks for giving me the advice all of those years ago because I don't know if we would be engaged in getting married and still be together if it wasn't for that. So, yeah, in this reflective period in time in my life, I just had to say thanks. 
So, anyways, still love listening to the podcast. Don't worry, you didn't make me hate it because you were being harsh and honest. I needed it. Thanks so much, Megan. Um, bye. Holy shit. Good for yeah. both of you. I yeah. want this on my fucking gravestone. Yeah. Oh, we got, we got so, so much, much flack from that. So, so, so much shit. Can because I get like a five second like update? I'm pretty sure it was she had found out her boyfriend was watching porn mm-hmm. and she was like really angry and it was about like sex addiction and how this was like really bad and uh, okay. it was just, yep. she was very, very anti it and both the get and the guest and all of it, we were very much Pro. Yeah, yeah pro all of that stuff and how there's really nothing wrong with it and yeah. all of that and we got so much flack from the audience being like porn is disgusting if my boyfriend or hu- my husband would never watch porn They're for sure watch it. i know and that yeah. was the whole thing that we were like everyone does and also and personally i don't watch porn i'm not into porn that's also but i also know that i am an anomaly because i don't even like watching people kissing on tv and i think that's because i, get why. I as an actor i watch and i'm like oh god like i oh. i have this like secondhand feeling of like i can't stay in it because i know the logistics of it like yeah. and i've like you know there's like bad and good like i mean there's like fine and then bad experiences when it comes like intimacy stuff on camera and I just I get I don't find it sexy because I just think about logistics but that's because I've been in the I'm not porn but like the logistics of it all (laughs) of like you know scripted um but porn can be scripted it's for sure scripted (laughs) no no yeah yeah but I mean like in like there's no like actual real like sex sex and anything like that but um that there's so nothing wrong with it but we got so much flack from the audience Mm -hmm. and so many people who are just so completely I don't think we got many comments on our side at all if any oh wow interesting. but this was a while ago yeah and I think that since then we've weeded out a lot of those people that Uh are closed-minded and we in our age bracket has also increased yeah for the Mm -hmm. audience well and I think this makes so much sense and that's like this I'm so glad you called into update because Mm -hmm. like it it in we we never want to be like ageist on the show but there is this like crucial time period of your early 20s of like learning and figuring stuff out I, or in any period of your time of, of your life like there is those kind of like those sections like I think about the time that you go from like like mid, like the beginning of middle school to your freshman year of high school I started middle school being like I'm never gonna swear and then high school I was like I can't wait to like make out with the bull like you just I can't wait to suck a dick yeah, yeah like you you have these like really fast like growing up like hormone changes and all of that sort of stuff and uh and the first time that you are kind of out on your own and forming your own opinions and experiencing your first long-term intense relationship and all that there's a whole learning curve that comes through that and uh, we all start with one mindset and your parents mindset yeah and it completely can change once we get older and I think it's like fantastic to acknowledge that and I'm so glad that this has been something that it, you haven't had to give up your faith or any of that sort of stuff, and that yeah. this has been like you and your friends don't talk about. Sex I think she said that. she gave up Jesus. No, she, no, said, she said she I loves, still loves Jesus. Jesus. Oh, good. Yeah. She, okay, she has sex. Yeah. She watches she porn. Okay, she still loves Jesus. Okay, yeah. my bad, my bad. And yes. she also must love Hannah Brown from the previous season of The Bachelor because she her famous quote last season was, "I've had sex and Jesus still loves me." Yes, <laughs> yeah, bitch, get That's it. It's beautiful. But I think this is great. Congratulations on your engagement. Um, and I just want to like forward. I want to respond to every comment on the video of the first episode where we talked about this Let's i just want to like link this yeah. link this again and again and again yeah um and it also just makes me happy because sometimes people like listeners or not even listeners hate or, like li- like we'll, like they'll come at us for being too harsh and being mean and it's so nice to hear uh that sometimes we need tough love yeah. and it's a little bit harder i know when you're not the person receiving the tough love that you're like oh this seems like that would hurt my feelings right but it's nice to know that 
I like tough took love. Took it in. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go like, listen here, bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, you really care about me. Because if someone's like, no, but wait, I'm like, why are you sugarcoating mm-hmm. shit for me? Like you're lying to me right now. So I'm that person. Yeah. You're talking to. And in real life, like with my everyday friend, this podcast, I'm like, I, you all know that I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But with my friends in like everyday life, I'm like, which Megan do you want? Like, do you want me to just be supportive of whatever you want to do? Or do you want my opinion? Oh, that's very nice. And you like, I'll give you the options. And then when my best friend will be like, yeah, no, I just like need you to encourage me. I was like, yeah, sure. Go fuck that guy who like sucks and you hate like for, like go for I it love have it. fun have, have a good time yeah and so I think like I don't know I it just it just makes me happy when uh the tough love it, it does work it's a good it's a I think it's a positive thing because it means you care like you said yeah oh wow this is so great that makes me so happy me 2020 fuck yes I'm it's so proud year girl it f- better fucking be um well guys that is it we for our epi- a, another what the don't blame them now oh my god we have don't blame them now are you trying to get rid of me no I just you I didn't we're know. in like a different transitional period okay. of, I didn't know we were gonna format. do both yeah we're doing let's both do we're it. doing both I'm ready let's okay. keep going let's do another hour yeah fuck yeah so this is uh when listeners will call in with their own advice so if they've been through something Ooh. similar they'll give their own advice how on fun so this is somebody calling that they are updating or um, sharing their advice about uh, nicknames and not being called something from like a babe from like some because your ex called you the same type cool. of thing. I yeah. like that. Hi, guys. I'm calling in to share a similar experience to a girl that was in the most recent episode with Ace and Paul, the Christmas one. Um, it was a girl that said that she was kind of triggered when her new boyfriend called her babe. Um, I was so surprised someone else has had the same experience as me. I think this was early in 2018, so early last year. There was a guy I was kind of talking to. He was, like, the love of my life. Also, we were, like, high school and part of college. And then he, like, finally told me he loved me. And he always called me babe, and it was great. Um, so he was the guy that called me babe. And then it kind of, like, ended abruptly and like I was like crushed like it was crazy it was like he told me he loved me one week and then like two weeks after that he just like stopped talking to me um right after that I got into a friend's benefits relationship and the guy would always call me babe and I hated it so much because it just reminded me of the previous dude so I just came out and I just told him I was like can you just please like not call me babe um, the guy I was with last called me that and I would just really prefer if you did it and he was totally understanding so I don't think it's weird at all that she like that you're feeling this at all and if your boyfriend really cared about you and if you told him that and he he should change because if this friends with benefits could like accommodate me then I feel like a boyfriend totally should and could um, so yeah you're totally valid on like feeling that and if you don't want someone to call you something you just they don't they don't have to if you don't want them to. You just got to let them know. Um, but, yeah, totally valid. I have had the same experience. And, yeah, love the podcast. Okay, bye. How cool. Hell yeah. That's great advice. Oh yeah. That is such a friends with benefits. Like, hey, babe. Babe. I love that. I've never had that either. You ever had friends with benefits? No. It's, I haven't lived. It's it, it's like 50 50 like it either works well or okay. it really doesn't because there's a level of friend you need to be at you know what i mean like you can't be so close oh but then you also lose them. yeah but then also like acquaintances and then it's like figuring out like yeah, there's have a you level been in, of trust that yeah you have to balance you've seen me naked yeah. and then like are the uh, yeah it's just like a it's a and then also like wh- 
it you have to make sure neither of you are going to catch feelings yeah which is also like if you immediately are both single and you're like yeah friends with benefits then that usually means you've been thinking about sleeping with each other for a while and if you're friends it means you already like their personality and so it just is like okay um well i guess that's it for our episode guys i say as if we haven't been talking for so long yeah we're gonna cut so much oh no we'll do we can have bonus stuff okay bonus material Um, okay well, uh, thank you so much for being on. Yeah. Plug your shit. Where can people find you? Um, I mean, if you go to my Instagram, Geo underscore Antoinette, you'll find everything there or Barbell Brigade or JK uh, News. You'll find all that there. So yeah. fucking boss lady. You have an oh, adorable kid, too. Thank you. So fucking cute. Congratulations. Some kids thank aren't you. cute. Oh. And you have you made a cute one. <laughs> thank you so much. You grew yeah. a penis and you made a cute dude hell yeah a cute i'm little dude dude this is thank you so much this is really nice this was a lot of fun you guys have i'm great energy. so glad you could be on this this was it's, it's always yeah. exciting when we have someone who's like what can't i say because mm-hmm. i'm like oh cool 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 you're yeah, gonna get on our anything. level yeah. yeah i'm i'm down hell for anything yes. Um, if you guys uh, want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And if you're an international listener, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to listen to us ad-free, check us out on Stitcher. If you are wanting to leave us a review, we would love that. And then also the video version is on YouTube if you want to listen again, but you want to see some stuff this time. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Don't Blonde Meme Pod. And that's it. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.